got a package from mom and dad um, with oh, my yeah. with my means TV shirt and a bunch of vegan marshmallows. So nice. That's pretty. Yeah, tight. I've been making s'mores lately with dandies. My mom, mom gave me four bags, and I'm like, holy shit. Uh, well, she figures she might as well give you as much as you know she can because it's uh cost so much to ship it out there. Right. No, it's great, but I'm also like, what am she I? She'd be do like Jardinera and shit bags. like that too. Yeah, three bottles of Jardinera two big bottles of like frank's hot sauce um and then i got you know christmas presents from sparky and uh mary aunt mary so sweet yeah what'd you get um i got a hat with i got a hat from sparky with the chicago flag on it except it's in bears colors cool probably won't wear it too much because mom and dad also got me a, a white a new white socks hat which is cool um but then uh heather also they gave heather a like a pink white socks shirt that she's like never going to wear yeah and then um then they're like the frango mints she could wear it around the house you know it's a pajama shirt yeah but it's like one of those like tight ones it's like a super small one Oh, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, I mean, she probably will still wear it around the house. Mom gave her, like, a kind of a crappy gray-looking White Sox shirt a little while ago. And Heather's like, great, the White Sox. She obviously doesn't care too much. But there's so yeah. many, like, there's so many cool, yes. there's so many cool White Sox shirts. Like, like a cool logo, fucking cool yeah, colors. Yeah, so would still and be then, cool to wear even if you don't like them. Yeah, but then they also have just such crappy ones like like a bland gray one it's and a, that's the one that they decide yeah, to get like yeah <laughs> oh. yeah no it's sometimes a, you don't i say don't just give me get give me shirzies like get me an abreu or an anderson shirzy you know i've got a yeah, that would be one. Sweet. yeah i want i want to i only have one socks jersey but it's a really nice one and it's a pv oh dude get i mean get Get the shirt ones. Those ones are yeah. cool, because then you don't have to spend as much money on them. I don't have. Yeah, I don't have I an actual. I, I got it as a gift from Crystal one year. Um, but it's cool. It's really sweet. Yeah, it's and really at nice. At the time, PV was like my favorite player because he was so intense. Yeah, dude, PV was like great. he would, he he would get yelled at for like sportsmanship too now because he's always like he would always. I mean, you'd get so into it more so than anybody. Like on the socks in recent memory, he would fucking like be really emotional every time he like gave up a hit or like, you know. Yeah. No. I love, I, see, I love seeing that. That's why I liked him so much. No, you gotta play the game by the right <laughs> ways. Because even at the time, at the time, sale was like a lot better, but I still went with the PV. Yeah. No, it's cool. I mean. Some of those ones, like, there's players that uh, everyone still likes years later. Like, obviously, you see a million Frank Thomas jerseys when you go to Sox games. Yeah, or Canerco. Yeah, everyone loves them. Burley. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, I don't those, see those, any peep. Those things are cool. PV. Yeah. Yeah, the, the kind of, like, the, the pink one makes would make Heather look like she's from like the south side of Chicago and just loves to get in fights and 
uh, shout racist slurs or something like that. Oh re- yeah, like re- French a, por- like a real yeah. Karen. Definitely like a yeah. Karen shirt, you know. Go to a White Sox game and you see a bunch of Karens wearing fucking pink White Sox shirts. But um, yeah, other than that, Aunt Mary gave us a a, a puzzle, which is really nice. Good That's to get good. into. Yeah, I'm I'm actually really excited about that one. Uh, that's what I'll do over my break because I have a like a two week break, uh, between Christmas and New Year's, so it's gonna Sweet. be tight. Yeah. What about you? What's new? Uh, not much. I've just been working, and um, yesterday I ate an edible that. I didn't realize how much was in there, and I pretty much just ruined my entire day. I don't know. Yeah. What kind of edible? It was like from a. I went to a dispensary for the first time, and I just asked them what for their most like potent edible because I, <laughs> you know, I thought I was like a big shot and could handle it like any edible because I usually have a really high tolerance for that stuff, and. uh She's like, yeah, here's 100 milligrams and one, just one fucking, like, Tootsie Roll. Oh, wow. She's like, a lot of people will, like, take it, all of it, and, like, you know. And I was like, okay, well, then I should be fine. And I was, like, un, very uncomfortable, like, for, like, three, four hours, and then I slept for, like, 12 hours. Jesus. Yeah. Not, not at all. I was hoping for. Yeah. How much does one of those cost? It was 20 bucks, so it was, like, it was a lot, but I was, like, to just eat in one sitting, like, but I was, like, I'm going to do it once. I'm not going to come here ever again, so, because it's expensive as shit there. Like, it's just not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I wish that they would make it just uh, a lot cheaper, because I know people that still just yeah i know people that i know people that grow so that helps yeah well you can have what five or six plants in illinois uh three but if you have a card you can have five but if you go over that you're like in jail for years (laughs) yeah like makes no sense like yep you can have five plants but if you go over that nope yeah makes a lot of sense but I mean, five plants is a lot. Like, I mean, would need more than can, one. Can person. you be? That would take up a lot of your time. Can you be growing like three plants and then have three plants like drying at the same time? I don't know. I wonder how that works out. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure if I'm sure if you could easily do it if you wanted to. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine. I mean, but no, you're not. I mean, if I don't really see the need to, if you're just doing it for like you and your friends or something, like that's a shit ton of weed you'd have to get through. Um, get through <laughs> to smoke. Yeah. Well, hopefully one day I can go back and go to the dispensaries and check it out, and or just get it and then start growing. growing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a house. If I had a house, I'd totally be, be growing. Yeah, you have a few friends that do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know some people that do it. That's tight. But 
yeah, but gotta have your own place, kinda, to do that. You have to have the space. And the space. And, yeah. yeah. It, it seems like there's a lot of, it, it's a lot easier, though, like, with the kit, you know, that you can start with. That's a good holiday present. We should get mom and yeah. dad. We should get mom yeah, and dad into one. Yeah, growing. Yeah. Like, you can save me money. Just be like, all right, listen, here's, uh, we're going to get you into botany. Yeah, you, you like to fucking, yeah, they like to do their basic plants in the in the garden uh, yard yeah in the garden like that are useless don't they yeah. like grow something useful it's yeah like flowers and shit they can you same, know focus on kind of, still a flower looks yeah. really cool it looks really nice when it's grown too it looks really really pretty like if you can, do it right and you got the like, crystals all over like it looks really i mean like even from a um from a distance it looks yeah, pretty from cool scenic, like it's just it, it looks nice yeah well they uh they decriminalized it in the house right yeah that it just happened shit, this past week. Right? no i know it doesn't yeah. mean shit but i mean it's not gonna pass the senate it so. is good yeah i mean yeah it's kind of hilarious that there's still like some democrats that vote against it it was only like five though so it's really not um not that many. Yeah, did, did, you, did you see the stimulus? The stimulus uh, tag team of who introduced it? Who's the, no. first, the two co-sponsors? Oh yeah, just the best of the best between you know reaching over the aisle. Romney Mansion. Oh Jesus Christ! So obviously it's terrible, and Bernie said he wouldn't vote for it, and like a lot of people, what is like nine hundred billion? And it includes no stimulus, and it includes. $300 extra for unemployment, which is less than what Trump was um, proposing. Yeah. Trump was proposing 400 and now Pelosi's okay with $300 million extra, or 300 extra for unemployment. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus Christ, you fucking are just unbelievable. And she's called out on it. Like, she was like, she got all pissed off. She's like, if you're going to ask a question like that, insinuating that then you're not going to get the an answer it's like literally just another like trump moment but yeah no i mean it's like like she she can't even handle a a question that's totally legitimate because they're calling her out on her like exactly what i just said like oh you wouldn't vote for his before the election like were you trying to you know just win the election and now obviously yeah. yes you were <laughs> obviously that you were just trying to win the election because clearly you don't you actually want to help people yeah she's the one who helps homeless people though you know she she feeds gets people them. fed you know we feed yeah. them we feed them yeah fucking i mean good I, I i i did I, <laughs> good morning sunday morning uh, I did see like what the like, fuck oh. is going on there, <laughs> dude. She's she's on some fucking dementia shit now, man. And hopefully, she just yeah. Hopefully that yeah that catches up really quick. Yeah, and then people are like, hey, you've got to resign. Yeah, be like, hey, you know, just get the fuck you should out. Should be yeah. Just go be old. Feeding somewhere. the ducks or something. Should yeah. not be. I mean, seriously though, why does she want to be? How is she eighty? She's like seventy nine or eighty. Yeah. Well, I know she's made a shit ton of money. She's made like a hundred million or something in the last like but, ten or fifteen years. But really, like, 
All right. I mean, I guess she's making it for her family to pass it on. And but like, really, what the fuck do you need with all that goddamn money? Yeah, you already have enough. Like, yeah, like 120 million or whatever the fuck she has. Like, you have enough to take care of your family forever in the future as well. Yeah. Um, Quit now. But I mean, she must love the power. She must love the influence. She must love all I mean, those she won't step yes down. moments. She clearly does. She won't even... I mean, even last time when she was re-elected to speaker, she said that this was be, would be the last one, and that was, like, her pitch because people wanted to... Some Fresh people blood. wanted to replace her last time, but uh, it pretty much sucked for the left, though, because the big question was, should a blue dog be taking over Pelosi? Like, it was from the right. Yeah. Even though, like, I mean to the right of Pelosi is like just a few th- <laughs> few issues probably like I don't I don't know yeah um, I mean but like she, the big she thing might with, as well be a blue dog yeah I, I was gonna say the big thing with Pelosi is that she's really good at like stamping out any like popular left wing idea or like diluting it which most Democrats you know do anyways but like She's really good at just being fucking, no, we're not going to do that. How dare you, yeah. like, think that. And, like, turn herself into the victim. I think that's, yeah, the, I, that's I the thing that she does. Spectacle when it comes to, like, blue dogs criticizing her. I assume that's, like, I assume they're, like, all very good friends. She's made a lot of deals with them all the time. So, yeah, it's got to just be spectacle. Yeah. I, w- I mean, I wonder who would get speaker if they had a an election for it in the house like if it like who would be up against like on the if left they, like if Bar- the house yeah. voted on it yeah um i don't know it just, it, it wouldn't we, they wouldn't have enough for anyone we would like yeah no i mean it doesn't make sense to even speculate about it but you know it all sucks. Yeah, so yeah, I was just listening to the Cornell West like slap Ozizek final Michael Brooks show and it was really, really good. Definitely recommend checking that out. Yeah. Talks but... a lot about like um you know, like the future of the left. Inspiring and, or yeah, def- definitely. It was definitely more optimistic than I've been lately. And, um, yeah. Kind That's of a cool. lot of stuff that we've talked about before, like, and trying to meet people, like, where they are and, like, how we need to, like, not give up on, like, I don't know, working class people um, that may have voted for Trump. They talked about, like, you know, how basically every... Uh, you know, black men, 18% for Trump, like, more than any Republican for black men in a long time, like, 32% of, like, Latinos, and then, like, 29% of queer people voted for Trump. Whoa. Um, and just talking about, you know, like, the failures of neoliberalism and um, how we got, like, a real problem of, you know, people not seeing another alternative to that than neo-fascism. Um, not necessarily understanding it as that way, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And um, you know, not to demonize everyone, not to uh, 
you know, not to fucking focus on individuals, like, which is all liberals want to do these days. Yeah. Like, focus on, I don't know, an individual. Like, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to make any changes just shaming an individual person as opposed to... Structures. Uh, tackling, yeah, structurally challenge, challenging structures and institutions that uh, got us to that point in the first place. Like, for instance, a lot of people on the left or even, like, liberal, maybe, like, more liberals are, yeah, not on the left, but are still too afraid to criticize someone like Obama, who's been, like, West talked about a lot, has been, like, you know, instrumental in, like, sabotaging the left and um, got us to this point. And a lot of people are afraid to criticize him um, you know, as a head of the empire and how, like, Black Lives Matter started during his presidency when he was, uh, you know, president. There was a black attorney general and, um, in the, and also in the DHS. So, I mean, just, like, the inability to, like, grapple with, like, the Democratic Party and how it's basically Obama's still the face of and still thought of like as better even by you know people like liberals that supported like Bernie still think of him as um, you know better than Joe Biden better than a lot of the establishment Democrats I don't know it's yeah. just it's and yeah and they talked about like identity politics and it's really good really right it's hard to understand zizek whenever he talks but i think i've gotten better (laughs) at it i've listened to a lot of his uh debates and interviews and at first i couldn't understand shit especially when he was like sniffling the whole time this (laughs) this time he wasn't oh that's good i remember the chapo interview i was like i can't even fucking listen to this once you're made aware of it too you you just can't listen to anything (laughs) else yeah yeah holy shit dude well that's cool i'll I'll definitely take a take a listen to that yeah definitely um i haven't really been keeping up on a lot of podcasts but i figured i'd listen to that one because it's like the final show so and they then matt and david are starting left reckoning it's the name of their podcast i mean that's good that's good to that we have the name out there everyone check that out so and then i mean his sister's doing a podcast about his life which that's that's cool like yeah michael brooks like that's really sweet that she's doing that yeah no that's cool i'm sure she'll have on people like all the time like he had a lot of fucking like like globe like globally influential people on his show in like the last like year of his life yeah it's fucking wild man cornell west chomsky adolf reed Lula, yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking cool. Um, yeah, yeah. It brings out like the international spirit in him because I remember when he died and in Brazil there was like a bunch of like media reporting on it, and it was like trending on Twitter in Brazil, like with, like tens of yeah. thousands of people, like yeah. So I mean. It's fucking, he did have an impact. Yep. 
It's fucking wild that when did he die? Only like only I like, think in July. Yeah, like four or five months it ago. It seems so long ago. It really does. Oh man. That's a bummer. Yeah, it was a bummer. I just remember listening to him like two days before or like the day before. Hmm. I'm yeah, I th- I'm kind of glad that they're doing something else though. It feels it kind of feels weird. I haven't really listened. I think to that's it what much. they decided. Yeah, because I, I didn't really listen to it much either, and I think they just decided it was weird. And I don't think her his sister Alicia wanted to like continue like she didn't feel comfortable. Like she wanted to do yeah. something else, you know, like because she was basically like trying to fill his spot, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, not 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 a great, great idea. But I mean, like they t- they gave it a shot, and they're still doing things, which I think is really cool. So yeah, they I mean they've been doing a lot. I've been seeing like David do a lot of videos for Jacobin. A lot of the times, I see like videos pop up from him. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. Like there's there are great things to look forward to. I was just looking at things on like Gravel Institute. They've got like an, another new video as well. Um, oh yeah, what's that about? Uh, we'll cut that because I don't I don't remember. <laughs> nah, it's cool. Um, because I just saw that it popped up. But uh, they've got yeah, uh, new videos coming out regularly. They're regularly trolling PragerU, which is fucking great. I saw like an odd- yeah, they really ratio them all the time. It's so good though, man. It's fucking awesome. If it, yeah, man. Jesus Christ! It just—they always look so stupid. I don't understand how they have so many subscribers. They have like if five Twitter, million, right? Yeah, and like, but then like on Twitter, like they will always just look so dumb, and like I don't understand. Like, I imagine a lot of PragerU like subscribers are like, I don't know not on the internet as much yeah fucking i don't know that's it's a a stupid stupid website and i don't know understand why but i I guess i do understand there's a lot of people that can get caught up in like stupid sensationalist bullshit and they just yeah because that's headlines well, and that's that's unfortunate because that's basically what most of politics has turned into. It's just like we're gonna keep going back and forth with like tribal like culture war um, sort of stuff, and not actually talk about anything substantive. Yeah, um, and that's like the way the Democrats want it as well. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, and that's how most people are. Like it's like I was talking about with. Obama and how people are like maybe afraid to criticize him like that's kind of like a soft racism you know that's you know what I mean that's reverse racism <laughs> no, no, no 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 I'm just kidding I'm just kidding <laughs> no but like the in- implication that you can't I don't know kitty that you uh, I don't know and it's bullshit too because you know it's not the case because you know if they were talking about Candace Owens that they would be all over criticizing her or Ben Carson or something like that. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I like, I mean, like the big thing this week was his, uh, comments, Obama's comments on defund the police. Right. Um, right. 
and how he's kind of playing that narrative that like you know that's the reason people are are losing or like the de- democrats are losing he's playing into that and i i get it i get it that's their that's their pitch right that's why they did poorly because then they don't have to self-examine and change anything. It's the same thing that happened in 2016 with Russia. The reason they did so poorly was because uh, Russia interfered in the election. Or James Comey, who then became, turned around and became their fucking savior. Which is fucking wild. But like uh, the Democrats, the establishment Democrats, will do things like this to shift the blame They'll pass the buck to something else. This time it's defund the police or uh, any talk of socialism. That's why they lost. Right. Well, and also I would add to why they pick the fight on the slogan because they don't want to have like the actual... The slogan means jack shit really at the end of the day. And it's like almost a waste of time to to debate it. But the reason why they keep bringing up the slogan is because they don't want to fucking actually talk about like how we're going to get this done because they don't want to get anything done right they want to pass like a chokehold ban which we already know doesn't fucking work um they want to pass you know a more money for training more money for training more training or something like that they don't have an interest in actually like advancing an agenda and yeah we can talk about fucking slogans all day and get nowhere and that's pretty much how most politics is going like on the left and like liberals like in for forever and it's it's just like how are we going to organize to get this done how are we going to get you know we can talk all day about it and we can get 70 percent support up from 20 percent or whatever it is and we could still not get it done right we could, I mean, Medicare for all, 70% people, 72% of people support it, can't get it done. Legalized marijuana has been in the majority for years, can't get it done. Which is why Bernie was such a huge opportunity, because a lot of these, uh, like, bold agendas, like Medicare for all, wasn't going to get done unless we had someone at, like, um, you know, at the top, like, supporting us when we, you know, need Take to get to it done street. like through yeah. general strikes or protests and he would have been like uh like spearheading Sympath- that he would have been well like i mean like he would have been the- even like he would have had i mean he would have had to been pushed to spear but there was a chance that if he got in there he would you know go nuclear on all of his colleagues to well they wouldn't be his colleagues anymore because they would he'd be the fucking boss he could fucking you know, like, oh, you're not going to support me? Okay, well, I'm going to organize protests outside your fucking office every day. There's going to be sit-ins at your office. There's going to be stoppages um, that I'm going to call for. Like, that's what it would that's what it would take to get something like Medicare for All passed, which is why we have no fucking chance of getting it now right. anytime soon. I, I was thinking about that even as I was like listening to like the debates for uh, like the Georgia debates. Um, because they had those yesterday or whatever. No, well, oh, I was like, Ossoff. Well, but Ossoff yeah, had uh, did it by himself because Purdue wouldn't show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, which is which is funny. Which I mean, that's all. That's that's all it takes just to fucking look good. Like you just gotta not be a total dipshit. Yeah. No, and that, like that's great. But then, I mean, but then he's just gonna go up there and still 
be like, yeah, no, fuck you. I'm not going to do anything like that good. Yeah, but I was I was like thinking about it. I was like, yeah, it would be it would be really great if the Democrats did take over the Senate. All right, it had a 50 to 50 and then Harris would be the deciding vote. But they still have Joe Manchin in there. Yeah. So like so like I I still think of him as just a Republican. He's not he going goes, to He goes he goes like back and forth. Yeah, so he's like even if they get 50 to 50, they're they're still fucked. And they're going to probably lose seats i mean i imagine they would lose seats in the next election um but you know who knows maybe 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 things will change but like at the same time i probably not it's probably again they're incapable of self-reflection they're incapable of changing or even if they are capable of self-reflection they won't show that in the whole i don't know it's just really depressing to me though because like you know, Obama had the opportunity to kind of explain to people, hey, this is what defunding the police means. Yeah, exactly. Someone, right. Yeah, that, that that is a good point. Like, he could have been like, hey, what all they mean by this is, you know, defunding and reinvesting. Like, no, we're not abolishing the police because that's unrealistic, right? Like, no. But, like, he could have at least done defund and reinvest, you know? Like, nobody expected him to be, like, you know, full-blown. But, like, that would be... That's the first step, and that's what needs to be done. So, like, that's all that matters. Like, all you say is, like, hey, we, we want to look into reallocating funds. You know, I mean, like... Yeah, we want to actually prevent crime. We actually want to prevent crime. We yeah. We actually want to, like not put a band-aid on it it's pretty simple actually like you 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 know what prevents crime and you invest in that and you take a lot of funds away from the police which is being just wasted um on expensive expensive equipment or cars or anything or um, or gear, more of a or police tons of cop and more plus of, police yeah, pr- ah, yeah <laughs> too many policemen like like you don't need like you don't need that many uh, right I mean, all you have to say, and it, and it is common sense, and you, and you point this out to people, it's like, look at the places that are have the biggest police presence. Are they the safest places in America? No, they're not. They're yeah, typic- that's, a, that's easy to get when the gun, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's typically the, place, the places where things are the most violent, the things are the worst. So the, there's not a positive correlation there between police presence and safety or police presence and you know controlling you know stopping people from murdering or shooting at each other so let's let's be creative let's look into different options that's all that's all i think that i wanted to get through to people who were criticizing my facebook post about that it's just like (laughs) like people have lost the ability to be creative like all right let's look for creative solutions even though the creative solution is the most obvious one like in this case <laughs> the most obvious solution right, is like to invest spend, yeah to invest in in like, communities yeah yeah like we know poverty and like desperation causes more crime um in fact and like where all the police the increased police presence are like in you know the poorest um, neighborhoods poorest areas of the country yeah poorest neighborhoods in the country and it doesn't prevent 
anything. It's just a, a, you're just preventing it from um, expanding. You're just putting a Band-Aid on it. You're not, and it's not a good Band-Aid at all. It's fucking, I wouldn't even call it a Band-Aid. Um, just it's a dirty Band-Aid that, <laughs> a dirty Band-Aid good. that causes infections. Yeah. <laughs> a shit yeah, covered I mean, Band-Aid. It's, it's a fucking disaster in every aspect because of like the institution of um, policing in this country, but yeah, I mean, like, I I just think about it too, like school funding for you know yeah, like, like school funding, income. and talk about he could connect it to that, be like, hey, look, you know, we defund education all the time, we defund social security all the time, we defund you know Medicare all the time. Why why are you so against uh, something that we do? Like this is just politics. Like this is. What right. You, do, you decide where the funds go, and like New York, who has like a budget similar to like the North Korean military budget for their police, uh, should say a lot to you. Yeah, and like, oh, you're afraid of North Korea? Well, I'm more afraid of NYPD. <laughs> yeah, because that is actually because like they actually will. They actually are a threat to people here. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and think about that it, with how much scaremongering goes into like talking about like North Korea and stuff like that and the yeah, fact that so their, their military yeah, is so more small afraid, but there's like yeah I mean I mean I've heard such stupid shit I mean from Americans in general like North Korea like they spend like 80% of their money on the military and their military that's why they're so like I don't know I don't know they've, bought, they've all bought into the propaganda and it's no use arguing with those people <laughs> like it's kind of a waste of time and it's just like nah you, yeah well you should yeah i mean not arguing always try and give yeah always try and give them something to think about yeah yeah i guess i guess i mean yeah i know what you mean yeah um, <laughs> but damn i forgot what i was gonna say nah that's cool i mean it's uh yeah i wish that people would be more open to those fucking things those ideas of like defunding the police and yeah the slogan uh, whatever it's it's a slogan you don't you don't you get people like the thing is the slogan has gotten people talking right and they've also done the thing where it's planted a seed in people's minds and just as like with medicare for all it was planted in people's minds like five years ago it's become incredibly more popular and it has become more possible and um, people are and people are explaining it. like people that are in favor of defund the police like i feel like do explain what that means and then a lot of people that wanted to bait the slogan just don't know what to do next and i mean no none of us know like what to do next really but I, for a lot of people, it just seems like they don't fucking actually want to do anything. Right. And, like, I mean, we could debate this all fucking day, and it's just, that's... Right. But, like, there's, like, so many people, like, that are like, ah, I'm not a big fan of the slogan, but they don't offer anything else. Well, what is what is your solution? Yeah, is that, is that the only thing that you're concerned with here? Because if that is the only thing you're concerned with, I don't really think you're taking this seriously 
yeah, just get on board. Like, because a lot of people will say that they're like, oh, well, I'm in favor of like reallocating funds uh, to invest in communities. Okay, but so that's what, then fucking you're yeah, in favor of it. You're in favor of it and just, you know, like say that you want to defund the police. I don't know. Like, like how else are you going to do it? Are you going to try to do it so in a sly way? Like kind of like, well, we're going like just get to the point. It's like kind of like pussyfooting, like just beating around the fucking bush and just take a side and stand with it. That's what that's what I think really fucking bugs me about like a lot of liberal shit, like where they want to reach a reach across the aisle to come to some consensus or to uh, to debate these things to death and then like come up with something that inevitably falls short yeah but just, and just taking another just taking another um policy debate and turning it into like a cultural debate and just removing any sort of um like possibilities or any sort of structural impact it could have you're just delegating it to a culture war that um, will never go anywhere yeah pretty much um, like let's talk about something else yeah I fucking haven't been paying that close attention to things other than that though yeah I mean I'm reading. I'm trying to read Capital, like again. So that's taking up a lot of my time, and it's so hard to understand. So, dude. So I mean, dense text. I I call it a textbook. Well, I jokingly call it a textbook because it kind of reads like that. It's fucking tough. Um, yeah. Fuck, man. I don't know. Yeah, everyone should read Capital. (laughs) Try to understand. We should do a. (laughs) We should do a book club for Capital specifically and do it chapter by chapter. On the podcast? Nah. No, nah, we should do it. I mean, that's a in general, it's a good thing to do. Yeah, no, I'd be so I'd fucking be down hard. It. It's so hard to. Um, there actually is lectures on YouTube from David Harvey, and he does that exact thing. Like, there's like a two hour lecture for every chapter, which. Yeah. Is a, I've heard is like a really good way to um, understand it because you after each chapter you definitely do want to like go back and like take some notes and There's, try to like absorb all of the information which is a lot. Yeah, it's, it's very some complicated. Yeah, YouTube readers guides fucking great. It's like really really helpful making sure you get the most out. Yeah, of yeah, it. he has like his actual lectures from like some university tight yeah i i'd be down with that i mean i i kind of wanted to start a book club in general like again or try to start one again let's do it i'm definitely down i'm sure we could convince we could do like other books too like more um to start well capital would take a long time (laughs) yeah it would take it would take like months just to get through uh would it would take like yeah because if you want to do it after every chapter i mean how many chapters are there um 
I mean, I d- that doesn't really matter. <laughs> I think, like, 13 or something. Oh, yeah. Fuck that, man. Like, doing yeah. one a week would be, yeah, 13 weeks. That would be fucking tough um, to commit so much time to that. But, yeah, I mean, I'm down to start a book club. Anyone else listening want to start a book club? It doesn't have to even be polit. Does it have to be politics? Oh, never mind. It's 33. 33? Jesus Christ. I thought mine has 14. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was really, really long. Oh, wow. Okay, well. Well, in 33 weeks. Fuck I need that, to get. Man. I think I only have volume one. Yeah. Oh, well. Interesting. Yeah. No one wants to fucking spend. Well, I mean, I'm just like, yeah. I've been pushing off reading that for years, so I mean I've tried. <laughs> I mean I I feel I kind of got through a lot of it, and then but I just didn't absorb it. Yeah, that's a problem because I've tried it's reading like, it as well. Like, yeah, it's something like his other work. It's just economics. You know. Super dense. Yeah, I mean I, I I tried reading and I'm like, well, fuck this. I'm not reading this shit. Um, yeah, which is go read, go read the manifesto again. Yeah, well, just yeah, just listen to YouTube lectures on it or something. Yeah, or yeah, listen to you can just listen to Dallas Capital audiobook, which dude, I can't, also, I can't do audiobooks like while I'm doing other shit though. Like I turn on a podcast and I uh, I'll do the dishes, but like you can reading, listen, yeah, listening to an audiobook. Yeah. It's tough. I like need to like pay attention to it. If I really especially want that, to. I'll have to like rewind it because I'm like, oh shit, I missed like one sentence, and now I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I mean, I would listen to it and then take notes on it. I think I could yeah. do that, but that that would also take a fucking long time, and I'd just be sitting down taking notes on Capital. <laughs> so that's cool though. Yeah. Let's get let's get let's get a uh, book club going anti-capitalists book club we can throw sprinkle some fiction in there as well yeah for sure yeah Um, maybe we could start with like a I don't know there's a lot of books I want to read start with some political fiction or something like that yeah I'm trying to think of what that would be well I don't know Could be, could be. I mean, I don't want to fucking read Orwell again. I've read those books too many times. But something along those lines. Uh, yeah. Yeah, something. I was gonna say Ursula. I never Guin, read but, the. You know. I never read Homage to Catalonia. Yeah, I mean it's okay. Like it, yeah. it's cool. Definitely, definitely get. Uh, you get to know a lot about like Spain, the Spanish Civil War, and stuff like that, which is cool. Um. I I have Burmese days as well. I mean, so like those are all like you know, nonfiction work by him. Burmese days was when he was like a, he was like a police officer in, in Burma. Um, back in like the twenties. But yeah, I mean, he's really fucking interesting life. I didn't actually finish reading that one, but I have it somewhere. I think it might be in America. I, that's another thing I fucking was really hoping to do this year. I was hoping to fucking go to go back home and sell off a bunch of my crap and give it away 
Um, especially like my records and shit like that. Cause I have so many fucking records at mom and dad's house. And yeah, uh, you do. <laughs> yeah. I saw that the other day. Yeah. And I like, you know, a majority of them, I just want to get rid of, um, so next time I go home, I was like sh- planning on doing it this, this year. Cause I was going to come home for a month and then, uh, wanted to just, yeah, spend a bunch of time selling records and organizing things and then shipping what I wanted back to Japan. And so they just have all my records here. But, you know, COVID. But hopefully sometime yeah. next year. You know what I never read? What? Um, which I feel ashamed. To People's History of the United States. Dude, uh, it's funny. I was just talking about that with people at work the other day. We got a copy for the kids to read, uh, like a a young adults version. So, like, it's like a... It's like a little bit like more simple. It's simplified, and then it's also got like some like illustrations in there, and it looks fucking awesome. Like, because I, I can imagine, like you know, like we have. Uh, have you read it? Yeah, I I've read it. I read it in college. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Um, and then yeah, no, also, I think but it's all- like a great book for people to like just from everyone that's talked about it, like everything that's in there. It's great, but like he also Howard Americans. Howard Zinn has a, a ton, a butt ton of fucking uh, YouTube clips like of lectures that he's done, and so like you can just yeah. go through and just hear him talk about it. So, like honestly, that's a, that's something where I feel like I could turn that on. I could turn a lecture on like that and just listen to it while doing the dishes or cleaning the house. Send me send me <clears> the <throat> links to that. Just like any oh, Sutramo on YouTube. Like Yeah, just, you can just search for them. But I uh, think of like a like a really special one. But I'll definitely start I'll just start listening to all of them. Yeah. Like audio more time. Like the audiobook again wouldn't be able to do it, but his lectures on the same topics would totally be able to do. You know, cuz it's just him talking. But okay. uh yeah, but yeah, like people's history is fucking great. I remember yeah, when I was like I need, a freshman I need to or read that. sophomore in college when I was. I also want to read uh, the Russian Revolution: A View from the Third World by Walter Rodney. Oh, interesting. That's another one I was interested. Yeah. Uh, what is it? I have a. I have Did you ever read Against the Web? No, I I didn't get it. I like. Oh, I you mean, never got it. I I. Oh, because it was have, like sold out, right? It was sold out, and then, I mean, I should look into getting that shipped here. I imagine I could get a copy somehow now. Um, yeah, I, I would think so. Well, it's perfect because fucking Jordan Peterson's back. Yeah, and and also, I think at one point, his his book was selling, like, in the top... Like he told no, he told everyone not to buy it on Amazon, and it was he was still like in the top ten for like philosophy at one point. Or like oh, really? Maybe even higher than that, like ahead of Jordan Peterson. Well, and, that's, um, yeah, that's good. I mean, fuck it. Like, I mean, it. I feel like I felt like the you know, it came out a little bit after the time. Well, I mean, I guess it came out when. Yeah, it came out after Jordan like, their Peterson peak, their was, peak in... was like a year or two ago, right? Like, yeah, the intellectual dark web became a thing probably like a year and a half ago. Right. I mean, Two things just moved I mean, so fast. Bad. Yeah, everything is. They were like not as. They kind of just became 
like Sam Harris and those guys. Still, I mean, still a lot of people listen to Sam Harris. I see it. His podcast is like a top. Um, but I feel like they've kind of um, lost some of their uh, swag. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, Jordan Peterson, like, just I mean, he was he was I mean, addicted they are, like, to the benzos. Epitome of, yeah, they're the epitome of like just talking about meaningless shit. Like, they are the epitome of like all they care about is like culture war, like fabricated by them bullshit. Yeah, it's all just fabricated total, by them. It's just like it's like oh, you hate the culture wars, huh? And that's all you talk about, right? No, from it's an extreme reactionary point of view while pretending to be liberal-ish, which is just liberal become a lot of liberals in general today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, just, it did seep into liberal, like liberals a lot too. That's what's dangerous about them. Be like, yeah, well, like you know, Jordan, he's not like a real conservative. Like you know, it's like yeah, actually he is <laughs> yeah. extremely conservative and reactionary. And all, all he does, too, which I think the liberals pick up on, is, like, just a bunch of fucking nonsense. He doesn't say... He doesn't say anything, but it, like, kind of, like, sounds smart, right? Like he, yeah, he'll latch on to something basic, like, oh, clean your room, like, take care of yourself, do all these, like, basic things that are obviously good. And then he'll, like, trail off on some like a disney movie tangent frozen yeah just frozen he fucking hates frozen he even would like criticize the simpsons like because you talk about culture and how like the left has like you know all the cultural media and like university power which is just absurdly stupid take but yeah um but yeah, another twelve wheels for life, right? That's yeah. what it is. Right yeah. after he was in uh, rehab, he had to go into a chemical uh, coma. Like, did he really? Induced, yeah, he did a chemically induced coma in Russia because they would do it there. Oh, so um, that's why he, he went because he was so yeah, because he was so addicted to benzos that he needed to be in a, put in a coma for uh, so for his body to physically get over the so dependency. he didn't have to fucking be awake for his withdrawal jesus christ well yeah that's one way of doing it i guess but have you seen uh his his daughter has a podcast now yeah she's she's fucking awful. she's pretty fucking terrible but she pushes the like carnivore diet. the carnivore diet which just seems dumb as fuck yeah, there's a bunch of hilarious conspiracies out there that she's, like, trying to kill her dad with this, like... Me. I don't know she's got, like, a Russian boyfriend or something like that. She's... Uh, I think she's got, like, a boyfriend, like, Eastern Europe, maybe. I don't know, but there's a bunch of conspiracies about her trying to kill her, him. That'd she's be got a lot of money now. That'd be cool. <laughs> you know, but she's... Yeah, like, she, I think she's, she's basically the same... She's the it's same. It's so weird. They have such a weird relationship because she'll be like, I remember there was a post on Twitter and he was talking about like the carnivore diet and something like that. She was like, yeah, dad, I don't know why all these people are saying I'm going to get scurvy or something like that. And she posted and she's like, I seem to be doing pretty well for myself. And she posted a picture of herself like in a bikini. Oh, saying, that's telling her to her dad. Yeah. Look at me. I look so <laughs> sexy, dad. Yeah. It's like, God damn. 
That's uh, that's what happens when you don't have fucking boundaries. You have fucking weird relationships like that shit. I don't know. Yeah, and he he kind of brought her into like this sort of philosophy world and she had like Matthew McConaughey on her podcast recently and I was like, "Whoa, oh, really? what the fuck?" I I have a feeling like he sucks. He's I don't kind know. of a Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he's he's kind of like a basic lib. But um I, I was thinking, I was thinking he's like a basic, like a basic lib on a lot of things, but then might be like easily bought in, like might easily buy into like some conspiracy theories and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Or I know he's also floated the idea of running for office as well, which I think would probably be a bad thing. I heard him talk once recently, um, because he was on. Russell Brand's podcast and someone at work was listening to it and it was he was just babbling and I was like this sucks <laughs> like he was just babbling about nothing pretty much it's and like what we do I on think, this I podcast I do think Russell Brand has like some interesting things to say though like I've listened to his podcast a few times and like when he had Jordan Peterson on I wanted to see like how he would challenge him and he actually did challenge him because Russell was like well I'm just very concerned that you're blaming like you're assigning all of this power to like very marginalized people like trans people you know like why are you doing this like they're not the problem like what's wrong with you i mean russell brand is like a big lefty like he never voted in his life until jeremy corbyn and then became like a proponent of corbynism yeah I, w- I wonder, because we were talking about Boots Riley last time, right? And so I wonder people like Boots Riley and I guess Russell Brand as well, like because they had never voted and then they voted, will they go back to not voting again? So like, you know, like... Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's different because I don't think Russell Brand's like Boots Riley, but like I think... No. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he calls himself a communist. He's like... um. I don't know. I think I think it depends, right? I think I think they would if it was like another or like Boots would if there was like an AOC like candidate. Um I think, but probably not a Joe Biden. No, I doubt he voted for or, Joe Biden. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I, I I do feel like the hardline communists that ended up coming out for Bernie would do the same again if we had like a because yeah, they see the value in it now like they see the value in someone potentially being able to encourage something like a general strike or right that just, will I be... think that there's a lot of value in like slowing down all the bad stuff i guess that's the argument for someone like joe biden too but it makes it plays a lot more when you got someone like bernie in there right yeah, I mean, then there's also like people that used to say like, oh yeah, someone like Bernie though, he kind of saves capitalism and um, you know it's holding up a system that's not gonna work. And it's like, okay, but what other how fucking are you, option? How are you going? Yeah, how are you going to get to that system? <laughs> Isn't that the real question? Isn't that like he? wouldn't it be easier for people to organize and join a, a union 
if they had like Medicare for all. Wouldn't it be? It wouldn't be. It's this isn't like the early nineteen hundreds. This is like you're not. Things aren't gonna get worse, and then there's gonna be like some revolution. Like things have to get a little better for for people to um, have the time for organizing. And people have to see how like a socialist system will make their lives better, and then they that will. Too. They and then they then they will fight for it, right? Yeah. See, like someone that calls themselves a socialist, that it doesn't necessarily like transfer the means of production or anything, but has like that sort of ideal the same ideals and does you know accomplish something like healthcare, which would be massive like a massive achievement and a huge for the entire country um yeah yeah i i mean i think people would get behind that for sure um uh, like and hopefully Hopefully AOC runs in 2024 because other than her, I don't see who could actually get enough support. Yeah, because she could, right? Like, because when she would be inaugurated, she would be 35. During the whole campaign, she'd be 34 because she's... Until October. Her birthday's in October, right? Yep. Yeah, and she was born in 89, so she turned 35 in October. Yeah, so no problem with that. Yeah, so she should do it because it's too. I know she feels like beat up and like hates it because it probably sucks, and she's like got people coming at her from all sides. (laughs) And um, you know she's one of the most prominent and most well-known politicians right now. Yeah, uh, in the spotlight. Um. But she needs to like that's she's got to go another that's a power that's been handed to her you know she's like frodo baggins like i wish the ring had never come to me i wish none of this had happened so do all who live to see such times but that is not for them to decide all we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to Could us do a lot of good yeah let's hope that uh Let's hope that she fucking throws the ring into the fire of Mordor, you know? Yeah. I mean... Which is which is neoliberalism, right? That's yeah. Like, it's what it's got to yeah, do. Yeah, and I, I hope she could get, you know, like... I hope she's playing 40, 5D chess and everything she's doing right now is going to come back and work. But, uh... I don't know. But we thought I that think, would burn. I think I have more optimism for this week just uh thinking about people like that jamal bowman and a lot of those other charles booker a lot of other prominent people that maybe not have been elected yet but you know i think will definitely get somewhere like charles booker will i think oh i think he's got a future in politics oh he definitely does and i think what's really good about him is that mitch mcconnell's old and mitch mcconnell is going to die because he's a fucking piece of shit and uh and he hopefully they have a special election for the senate and then charles booker gets to run but you know yeah but probably but they'd probably be like "Ooh, a special election let's run amy mcgrath again can totally see it happening yeah 
or yeah, let's put uh, Jamie Harrison in again for see if he can raise two hundred million. Yeah, and lose still because <laughs> so it's so funny. Like that's all that matters, though. Like the fact that that's the fact that they're able to fundraise that much is like the most impressive thing to them. Not that they lost. Yeah. Like not that they even if they would have won, they would have been like, "Wow, you raised so much money." <laughs> That's what's better. That's, that's yeah. That's what's important. It's like yep, just love wasting tons of money all the time. Like it must suck too, because like half the time, you know, AOC talks about it a lot too. Like half the time, more than the majority of their jobs is just fundraising. Yeah. No. Fuck that. It's really. It's really like, fucking how, it's stupid. It's absurd that money is like still in politics, and there's still only like, I don't even know how many like 10 maybe 15 people that don't that don't accept like corporate pack money like bernie yeah. started doing uh gotta I get see, rid of citizens united check on that i yeah, yeah. I, I we should do a check on that i don't know if people like katie porter take like corporate pack money um or like warren went back to it or or kind of still does. Yeah, I know. Some, I know, like Tulsi Gabbard actually does like doesn't take. Um, what a fucking weirdo! Money. Yeah, very strange individual. Uh, she. Um, yeah, that I mean, like that. That'd be interesting to look at who who doesn't. I assume, but, like, yeah, like the squad doesn't. Jamal Bowman, a lot of the new people that got hired. Um, Corey elected. Bush. Corey Bush, definitely not. Yeah. Um, Rokana. Um, so who? Pramila Jayapal. Who was giving, oh, Joe Biden was giving Bernie shit because he takes PAC money, not corporate PAC money, but like Which, PAC yeah, money. unions. Yeah, he takes yeah. it from unions. Yeah. He takes it from National Nurses United and uh, Sunrise Movement. And, right. Uh, uh, DSA. Right, and then uh, the Sarah Nelson, the head of the flight attendants union, right? As well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just a bunch of not every. I mean, all the attacks on him, like in the debates, were just totally dishonest bullshit. Bad faith, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If I can, I like. I wonder what is the point when the all the money starts to kind of hurt you. Um, because like, for example, with Amy McGrath, I know a lot of people, I, I, I read something about people in Kentucky um, and like with like Susan Collins, like Sarah, Sarah Gideon in Maine, uh, it became a nat, they became national races. And so a bunch of like the media was going and saying, oh, like, you know, there's this challenger and then they're raising a bunch of money from outside places like people all over America were sending money to Amy McGrath and to Sarah Gideon. And yeah, so like like, even there's like uh, Hollywood people were like, yeah, get money to right you sick of mcconnell yeah so people in those states start to resent that because they're like hey you don't live here that this plays into this the coastal yours. elite the cult that plays into the coastal elite thing you know yeah that the democrats are becoming more of like you know elite liberal hollywood um and that's and that's 100 percent the direction that they're going in and going 
you know, going after those people. Like, instead of going oh, yeah. after, like, working class people that maybe not vote, like, 44% of, like, the country didn't vote, uh, you go after, you know, people in the suburbs. Um, and you're not winning either. Like, you're just getting, like, I don't know. No, that, it, they talked a lot about that in that uh, Cornell West and Cezak uh, conversation and how, you know, they both agreed that, you know, you need to be going after the working class people that may have recently defected to Trump and working class people that didn't vote instead of focusing on, um, you know, more elite techno-liberal, uh, technocratic liberals. The Republicans that... Silicon Valley, you know, like... That's the direction they're going in. Facebook, Twitter, like uh, the white men that put Biden over the fucking uh, threshold. Because that's all it took was like the five percent more in white men, but he lost every like did worse in every other Democratic. Else. Yeah, like yeah. Trump got more the minority vote than any Republican in sixty plus years since Nixon. That's pretty bad. Yeah, um, but that's what happens when I mean a lot of those people probably even know like Trump may be racist against them personally but they probably don't they also probably see a lot of that in Joe Biden see the disingenuous and uh, yeah they made a calculation maybe there's one specific thing I don't know yeah but if you're you're not offering an alternative then it's kind of hard to get anywhere well, I, I wonder with, like, fundraising, if there's, like, a... Because, obviously, like, mo- you have to have enough money to get your name out there, right? And so you need some... You need a decent amount of money. But what is the amount of money from when it is good for you to when it starts hurting you? Because there's got to be a point. But I, it's probably more of, like, if you are the type of person who can fundraise, you know like Jamie Harrison, like a hundred million dollars, then you're going to have some kind of a corporatist backing. And so people are going to start to see that and it's going to start hurting. But at the same time, I was thinking it's like, yeah, but who really pays attention to that though? I mean, unfortunately it's true. Well, that's, that's not really a problem of, um, that's a problem of media, right? They don't mention that shit ever. You know, if anyone had, like, a slight Russian connection with a businessman for, like, a small amount of money, you'd hear about it. But you don't hear about tens of millions of dollars from special interests in the country, which is just as bad. Right, for sure. Oh, man. It's just, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It Means TV should take over MSNBC. I'm very excited that I got my Means TV shirt. Yeah. I, I almost thought that like mom put it in like a bag and I didn't see it right away and I was like where's my means TV shirt <laughs> it's and huge I was like, it, it, it's, a, it's a large man it looks if like if an I, XXL it, it's, yeah well we'll see how we'll see how it works how it fits yep. but if it's a, a lo- I, I usually wear white shirts large um, but it's probably going to be tie dyed at some point because uh, I always get stains on my white shirts. They don't stay white for too long. So. Yeah, I don't wear white shirts. Yeah, well, that's. <laughs> I don't often, but that was the only kind that they had. So. Uh, yeah, but like I said, dude, 
check out Southpaw or uh, yeah, Southpaw Sports um, on Means TV. Okay, yeah, uh, I, I watched a little bit on them because they had like a Southpaw like Means Morning News like Thanksgiving special. Two of the guys are White Sox fans, so it's cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is, what, which is why there's like a lot of White Sox talk, and I think I remember seeing something, uh, something where they talked shit on like the White Sox for always being terrible, and I was like, what the fuck means TV? Because I thought that they were like, you know, like Tigers just fans. Just trashing them. Well, yeah. yeah, I thought they were Tigers fans, but they're actually White Sox right. fans, and they're just... Because right, they're from Detroit. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because most of Mean Stevie's from Detroit, but like these guys are just, you know, being like, well, the White Sox are a, have been a poorly run organization. Um, we love them, but and they continue also break... to, do, to do that. Yeah. yeah, they're breaking our heart. Why would you hire Tony Larusa? Dude, it's so fucking bad. But just bring Ozzy back. <laughs> fucking if, at that case, just bring him back. Yeah, if if you're I'd gonna, take Ozzie if you're over gonna him. do. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, he would fucking vibe. He would vibe better with the team for sure. Yeah, I doubt Tony La Russa speaks Spanish either. Which like, no, which was like, you should have an. You should. That should be a requirement with that team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's fucking bullshit. To. I mean, how many guys on the Sox can't really speak English? So like, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know which ones are decent at it when you're talking like at to your teammates because i imagine like you know like you never see jose abreu in an interview speaking english but i imagine he's been with the white Sox for like what seven years or something like that i imagine he's decent now and that like right. he talks to tim but anderson still, and stuff like that but still it'd be easier it'd be nice and easier to have you know your manager to no, yeah, I mean, like, I imagine uh, a few of them have very little English ability. Yeah, no, that, I yeah, for sure. Um, and because I imagine, like, might get more and more guys too that like trying to speak in a different language at work, kind of stuff. I think, yeah. I, like, I, mean, I, I just don't <laughs> think he's good for like the the dugout culture like just the whole team the vibe of the team now again he's he's 76 years old he's talked shit on Colin, Colin Kaepernick and all of that he's yeah oh I didn't know about that yeah he talks shit about oh, Colin oh, yeah. and he and he just got in trouble for drunk driving like why fuck. why why the fuck is this guy still a thing um but yeah they had yeah. they had an out as well because he got he just got arrested for drunk driving, but they had to have known about it before they hired him and thought it was still a good idea, because he was he had to go to uh, he had to go to court the day before they fucking. Um, Is it only like a year contract or what? I don't know. I I imagine it's probably a, a multi year contract. You don't just hire. That's the thing. You don't just hire a manager for a year, because you need time for those relationships to build. Yeah, and that's so, like, what sucks too, because we we they could be really good next year, like if they are smart. They should have probably gotten rid of Rink, Ricky Renteria like a year before they did, but I mean they they still they still they still can do well, but I mean yeah they can. I mean I think it's still maybe a year or two more, but if they could get pitchers, like that's really the 
the whole thing. Yeah. Well, if you listen to uh, fucking Southpaw Sports, they fucking hate Trevor Bauer, who Trevor Bauer's a dick, but I kind of want him because he's good. <laughs> yeah, like, I would, that would be really good. Him and Tim, I mean, he, they, he and Tim Anderson had a feud, and he did a like a video, uh, like he has like a, a, a YouTube channel where he talk shit and stuff like that but he's kind of a dick he's kind of a bro uh, Trevor Bauer Trevor, has a YouTube channel Trevor Bauer yeah and he talks about like uh, Tim Anderson hit a home run off of him uh, oh. after Trevor Bauer like fucking like struck him out like a million times I don't know it, it's kind of stupid but I watched yeah. it uh, it it's what you, it's whatever the the hopefully Rick Hahn has he, it's proven that he's had more of a chance to go after some guys in the last year at least since the they fucking blew it with Manny Machado um so hopefully hopefully they he can go out and you know Jerry Reinsdorf gives him the ability to get some pitchers and get some free agents this year they got some good people. I think they might go after Kyle Schwarber. Actually, that would be fucking good. Because they yeah. the Cubs released him. He would fit in yeah. as a DH man. He'd be fucking. It'd be great. DH slash him and Eloy switching off at DH. Yeah, when he's off and not like because those they both are streaky. Like that would be. And they both um, they both don't have great arms. They're both. Neither of them are like great fielders in left field. No, but we we need a we need a right fielder, someone with a really strong arm. But um, yeah, they can they can split the left field, uh, DH duty. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be sick. Well, hopefully they can get like three pitchers that are good in the off season. Yeah. Somehow. Well. <laughs> As long as they get a, as long as they get how one long we have Keich- good, how long we got Keiko? I think like two or three more years. Two, three years, yeah. I think it was a three-year deal, so I think we have two more years. So we have Keiko and Giolito. Yeah, they they released Rodon, so that's good. There's no, yeah, that's there's fine. there's no more time devoted and wasted on him. Yeah, I had hopes for him, but yeah, they yeah, just never could come to fruition. Who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know much about the new pitching coach, except I think he was on the Giants, but he's um, uh, he's apparently pretty good. Because Don Coop, hopefully Birdie can get back to form and become the stud closer that everyone thought he was going to be. Everyone hope he can. Everyone hopes he can be, which I still think he can. He's young. There's uh, there's like two like hard. Cody Hoyer was really good this year. Uh, out of the bullpen, so they've they've got a yeah they have other guys bullpen. too for sure like bullpen wise yeah I mean really we need starters yeah I mean but might as well beef up the the bullpen because people aren't gonna stay healthy that's the thing yeah I wonder I wonder how the season's gonna go next year yeah well I was this still be like restricted I'm like at least until probably June I'd imagine. So like I know that I, I would imagine the whole year for sure because there's no way we're getting the vaccine out to like 
the summer or some shit. Well, I mean, the, U- I mean. the UK is rolling it out next week, but the UK also only has like maybe they they don't have all that many of the Pfizer one. They might have like four hundred million. No, not four hundred million. Four hundred thousand. Sorry, that would be incredible. Wait. Yeah, about 400,000, I think. So that doesn't even do a whole lot. Um, they have a couple million of the Moderna. Uh, well, so that's like, the thing. Even when we get, like, a bunch of it, like, I do not trust our distribution um, capabilities. Yeah, I, I just I don't see how we're going to do it the right way. No, it's going to... Most people. It's going to be fucked. Like, I mean, if you, I mean, unless they do, like, I wonder if they'll do drive, drive through, um, vaccines. But even those are like, even like the drive through testing here, there's only like, I was looking on this, uh, the Illinois Department of Public Health, um, website and all the free testing sites they had, it was like less than 15 and those are like the free sites that they say, you know, everyone's like entitled to. But some people like would have to travel for Fif- a decent amount to get to some of those. Fifteen like in, in the, the entire state. It was small. I mean, I, I know that there was definitely some areas where people would have to go to like, you know, probably like Champaign or something like that. Let me look it up right now. Because luckily I had one. I've gone, I've gotten three tests now. All negative? Well, I, I don't know yet. Oh, you got oh because yeah, you came in cost con- my other job yeah, got it, and now it's definitely um, close proximity. Oh, yeah, not for long, but so Aurora, Bloomington, Champaign, East St. Louis, Harwood Heights, Peoria, Rockford, Arlington, South Holland, Waukegan, Auburn, Gresham, Auburn, Grisham, that's, Grisham. That's in the city. Yeah. Yeah, they should um, definitely... That's it? How can that be? Um, yeah, so, I mean, so a lot of those... So where's Southern Illinois? They gotta go to, like... East St. Louis? East St. Louis? They've gotta have one in Carbondale, right? Like, that would make sense, at least. But that, like, fucking... That's, like, four hours of driving if you're, like, in... You might as well go to some place in, like, fucking Indiana or Kentucky at right. that point. Or Missouri. Yeah, I mean, people in the burbs in the city are fine. It's just, yeah. <laughs> I imagine the lines are fucking ridiculous, though. Well, yeah, I went. It starts at eight every day at the outlet mall, and I got there at like eight, and I had to wait like twenty minutes. Okay. I assume it was gonna get. Yeah, but. Yeah, but the that's last right. Time I went there, like it was just drove right through. You know, like now it's definitely. Well, not, really now they're busy. getting, like, close to, like... Or is it, like, 200,000 cases a day? Yeah, and, like, 10, 10 11, 12,000 in Illinois. That is fucking ridiculous. I saw a map that's just, um... Like, talks about, like, you know, like, which states are, like, you know... Near capacity. Do, doing, no, doing bad, but, like, uh, uh, all 50 states are at uncontrollable spread. So yeah. they're just fucking yeah. all there's no stopping it <laughs> oh jesus christ and that's not even taking into consideration uh the the big 
surge that's going to happen because people traveled for Thanksgiving. That's one thing I didn't fucking get, man. So, like, they said, like, 50% of people still plan to travel for Thanksgiving. Like, people are just in fucking denial about that shit. Yeah, that's what, I mean... I mean, there hasn't been, like, a coherent response even from the people that do claim to care. You know, we need to pay people to stay home. It's the only fucking way you're going to fucking do anything and like you're not you can't commit you'll half-ask you know say like i believe in science and uh you know i'm gonna get the vaccine and um but oh yeah the president but i'm also not gonna provide you with any relief so yeah you're fucked you have to go to work yeah no it, it is it is fucked and america's pretty unique in their numbers and their handling of everything it's because they're not just paying people to stay at home. Yeah, like you can say it would be a smart economic move in the long run to make sure we can nip this in the butt, but uh, and maybe not instead use it as an opportunity for the richest of the rich, which is exactly what they're all doing and caving to at this moment when we need them most. Yeah. Like, it's pathetic. It's pathetic that they can't come out and say that they support Medicare for all in, during a pandemic at this moment in time when you got, like, 3,000 people dying a day. It's a 9-11 every day, pretty much. Yeah, it's fucked up. I mean, it's absolutely just a total failure of morality. Yeah. Like you all believe in science, healthcare is right. You fucking piece of shit. It just is. You're fucking worse. You claim to fucking care. That's why no one votes for the Democrats. <laughs> that's yeah. why people fucking that's, well, that's why stay people home. Think you're worse because in that aspect you are. You're fucking like enemy number one. You're fucking. You're stamping out the left, and you're fucking removing well, all hope. You're claiming to support like these things and support different groups of people but then you don't do it materially you just say it all you do is you say it you say black lives matter but you don't like your actions don't show that well and his actions show that they don't the the opposite yeah what was it the week the week before the election the election and they asked him about um it was a police killing i forget exactly because it's no, no. happens, it's so yeah. But um, they asked him about the just about like the police killing, not about the protests or anything. Uh, and he's like, I don't support looting, no matter what happened. Yeah, and it's like that wasn't the question. You fucking couldn't even. <laughs> yeah, you help yourself that at that moment. No, it's like he totally just shot himself in the foot without even thinking about it. I don't know. Yeah, it's like you. It's like you didn't have to. You didn't have to say it. You didn't have to say it, he, and then you did. I mean, he didn't. And he eulogized Storm Thurmond's uh, funeral. You know. He. Uh, Good old Storm Thurmond. Yeah. No, I mean, like, it, it. It is just fucking awful. It's just always awful and terrible. And, and they're still not one going of to the best like takedowns during the debates was Kamala when she like destroyed him for his like busing policy yeah 
Yeah, and then she turned and around depressing. and now she's the VP, which is classic Kamala, but um, oh, cop Mala. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just looking at like these uh, old pictures on my phone, and I had something saved, and it was like a Michael Brooks like uh, quote or Michael Brooks like little blurb that he was talking about on his show and how Biden and Kamala like stick out above the rest of them <laughs> in like a really bad way. Was this before they were um yeah, be- during the It was during the during primary. The primary. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what we get. That's what we deserve, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's true cuz I mean, nothing good can ever happen. <laughs> I'm sorry to be so so very, pessimistic. Very big liars. No, yeah, I don't. I don't agree. Yeah, yeah. So sorry to be so pessimistic, but you know. I'll be. Yeah, I'm optimist for today. Yeah, I'm sorry. We've we've uh, changed roles a little bit. Actually, I'm always. Um, I I was feeling good, and I'm feeling good. I'm glad I'm talking to you. It's been uh, a good yeah, week. We... I ha- I have to work. In the next two weeks, after two weeks of work, I have a two-week break. But even before that, I took off some time. Uh, I took a few days off for my birthday and a few days after. And so I'm planning on writing some music and recording some music because that's something that I haven't done. I haven't felt like productive in the way of writing music or doing any music actually in a long time and so i'm gonna set aside a few days to just do that so sick i'm feel i'm feeling good about that um yeah yeah i need to do i don't know but before i go back to my other job i want to get some stuff done yeah what are you gonna do that's what i need to decide (laughs) figure out got a lot to do so gotta prioritize can you do any any play video games yeah well that's that's cool too can you do any traveling that's like doesn't involve like going to like um where's that place uh starved rock or anything like that yeah i mean i could do that i would i don't see why i couldn't i should do something like that that shit's cool going I mean, especially if you're driving. Yeah, before it gets, like, too snowed in, and that would be cool. Yeah, do that. Um, take 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 the dogs. Yeah, I've been going to a lot of forest preserves to walk the dog. That's cool. Yeah, that stuff's tight. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, I'm going to get ready for work, so um, I'll talk to cool. you again soon. Uh, right. let's let's yeah, try let's try to get something going for like a, a book club kind of thing see if anyone's oh, yeah, interested for sure. yeah I, I want uh, we should do like a a fun one for the first one mm. yeah that'd be like great a fiction yeah like a, a fun fiction, fiction book, book. <laughs> oh man you <laughs> like fiction that is the funny that i'm they're glad not, i'm glad that i'm not real i'm glad that i put that in there in the last one did you re-listen to it the last episode no i didn't oh I, no. I, I i put wait did i put that in there the fiction book i think i did 
whatever. But Helm, yeah, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, I want to shout out uh, my friend Pat Klaza. He's got a new podcast where he reviews things and talks shit on stuff. Um, it's called 20 and 20, and he reviews 20 different things in 20 minutes. He's got some good takes. That's cool. That's, yeah. Yeah. He's put some effort into that podcast. Yeah. He Have you listened? No. It, it, no, it, it, it it's, it's pretty good. He. Uh, I only listen to podcasts where people don't put in any effort. <laughs> like this one. All right. Well, yeah, shout out to Pat. Uh, he's given me ideas for things to get our nieces for Christmas, which is nice because uh, I definitely, oh, yeah. I definitely need to do that because I, ha- I didn't get them anything for their birthdays this year. Uh, so I. Need- oh yeah, I got I gotta get them something. It's yeah, because I want to get them something like not dumb, like everyone else does. So. Oh yeah, just people give kids the worst fucking like gifts. An activity like something educational educational productive and fun there's one good night stories for rebel girls i think i might get them because it's uh Sweet. yeah just about like yeah you can i don't remember which episode it is but pat talks about that for uh reading to his daughter so and she really likes it so that's pretty cool um yeah uh, but I'll talk to you soon. Let's get that pod. Cool. Let's get that book club started. Let us yeah, know. I'll talk to people. Sweet. All right. Cool. Peace. All right. Later.